What's up, everybody? Saturday morning, a little after 6 a.m. Been up since about, I don't know, 3.50, I guess, straight. Just couldn't sleep. Lots of stuff on my mind, you know. Um, you know, spiritual awakening has lots of ups and downs. And my life have, has had so many ups and downs, you know. The down that I'm on right now is really not a down. It's more like a just in-between area because, you know, when you're trying to make other people happy, you do things a little differently for a little while. And from reading all the books I read about money blockages in your life and, you know, you know, and I get it. It really does come down to living a lot more frivolously and just spending money as you go and that's a habit that I never really had because of my money blueprint that I adopted from watching my mother handle money and my father, you know, he didn't really spend much of his money when it came to us. So maybe that's why I don't want to call myself tight, I really call myself more. My blockage comes down to feeling like if I spend money, then I won't have it when bills are due or bills are needed or bills are this or bills are that. And, you know, now I kind of get how it all works, you know. It is a mindset. Everything is created in our mind. And as crazy as that always sounds to people lot of truth to it you know um, I've read enough books now about how people get successful and you know cautious people don't ever gain great success it's the people who are willing to take huge chances and uh, really just let it all go and not care about if they win lose or draw right it's the chance it's exciting and that's how you get ahead in life so, you know, I just got a lot on my mind, so got up pretty early, and then now I said, screw it, I'm going to jump on my bike, take a bike ride, and, you know, I always do something on my phone, whether it's Facebook Live, or my YouTube material, which changes daily, I'm just all over the place with that, but that's a part of just, you know, figuring out the steps in your process and figure out what the next step is um, and that's probably why I'm so stressed right now because I have to find a house in Georgia and you know that accommodates me my two kids 50% of the time and my two dogs and it's not like I was planning on it so it's kind of a chore to get it done, you know? And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Find something I like. And unfortunately, back to that whole money thing, kind of spent money, like, the way I normally wouldn't, you know? I would always make sure every dollar was accounted for, for bills and things like that. And I kind of jumped off that. So, it's just tight right now. I got plenty of money coming next week, but it's just tight right now. And the beautiful thing is...
So anyway, I had to take a quick stop. I really can't see anything. I have a headlight for my bike, which isn't working, so I'm going to have to stop my podcast and use my phone so I can actually see. And, you know, kind of want to listen to music anyway, but that's where I'm at right now, right? And keep in mind, to better yourself in an awakening, all it's about is to keep becoming a better version of who you are with the way you think, the situations that you come across in life and how you deal with them. You know, this hasn't been easy for me because of the ego I carried for so long and the type of people I kept in my life. You know, it's kind of crazy. I just had another buddy try to re-add me back to Facebook yesterday. And, you know, I only deleted him not because I didn't care about him. I deleted him because just being a dick on my page, you know, busting my balls about spelling and, you know, I'm trying to talk to people about serious things and it's stuff that I take serious and let me tell you something about friends in your life. People who are your friends will always stick by your side no matter what you're doing, no matter if you're the party guy or you're the sober guy trying to get people to better their lives. No matter who those people are, if they're true friends, they're going to respect what you're doing. They're never going to bust your balls about it. You know, no matter what you're doing, they're going to pat you on the back and hold you up. And people like him are like many people in this world who forget, you know, how he met his fiancée future wife. Yeah, he met her because of me and because of the version of I used to be, right, of who I was. I attracted a lot of people towards me, a lot of different people. A lot of people benefit from that. I know a lot of people to this day who have kids that only exist because of Eric Kaiser and you knowing Eric Kaiser because that's how you met your wife. And there's a lot of people who, unfortunately, I thought they were my friends who turned out to be people like that, that turned out to screw me over. And I've always been a firm believer in karma. So the ones who truly did screw me over, and I'm not talking about you, Chris, buddy, just in case anybody listens to this, um, you know, kids from Georgia that kind of got me good, but, you know, somebody does something nice, nice for you, nice, you know, to you, anything, you should always try to be nice in return, no matter what's going on, so, you know, I'm out early on my bike, I need this time to just... This is my really deep meditation time is basically riding this bike. It brings me back to a point in time in my life where I didn't have any worries, any problems, any anything. It was just me and my bike and I and I and I rode and I rode hard and I enjoyed every second of it. So make sure you pick up something that you enjoy to do. So when you do get in them times of stress and things like that, it's not stressful, right? You just let it come into your head and go right out and I know that sounds like impossible when, oh my god, my bank account might go into negative and no, big, big fucking deal, you know, I'm not going to die because of it, big fucking deal, I got, I got money coming next week, you know, I get paid on Friday, everything will get paid then when it comes in, see, I could look at it and be like, oh no, a derogatory might get on my credit, or this might happen, or this might happen, at the end of the day though, I know none of that crap actually matters, so whatever, it is what it is, I'll take care of it when the time is to take care of it, and that's the way 
You really have to live your life, you know? Stop stressing everything. Take care of it when the universe gives you what you need to take care of it. It's not as hard as we all make it out to be. You know, it doesn't have to be so damn evil upstairs in your head, you know? <clears throat> you don't have to live with the thoughts and crappy feelings that you do, especially over some stupid-ass money, right? My kids ain't going to starve. Nothing bad's going to happen. If I wanted to, I could pawn my wife's ring. I could sell my bike, sell my remote control car. There's so much stuff I could sell. So this is why I don't stress, right? If I wanted the financial burden to be over, I could go to a pawn shop, right? I don't need to do that. Like I always say, I'm not Rockefeller yet. I'm still playing catch up in life because I gave 42 years to alcohol. So, like I keep telling everybody, I just, I just started taking it serious. So, if you think about how long you've been hammering away at it, I've been only doing it for a year. So, you know, that's where I'm at in life. I'm trying to show people that if you change drastically and you change things in your life, and that's the motivation side of this all. And I'm not even talking, I'm talking change, change, dig deep, look through layers. Are you truly happy no matter how much money you have? Are you really, really happy inside, you know? If you have a bunch of money and you're not happy, then you need somebody like me to help you clear those blockages to understand where you're screwing up. Because it takes people like me who lived 42 years of mistakes to be the professionals at this, to let you know what you need to fix and where you need to fix it. Because sometimes it takes somebody from the outside looking in to see issues that you cannot see. That's the problem, right? I was always a great dude, always had a big heart. I thought because I felt that way inside and I had so much empathy for other people and life in general that I was a good person. No, I wasn't I wasn't carrying good habits. I wasn't caring about myself and that's what it comes down to. If you want to level up in life, right? And you just can't seem to make it happen no matter what you do and you're still living the life the same exact way you've always lived. But let's say you climb the ladder and you make $150,000 a year, right? To everybody, that's pretty damn good money. But you can't seem to get any higher, no matter what you try. And you've listened to guys like me and you tried an internet hustle. You tried this or you tried that. Because you're not, you're not starting in the right place. The right place is inside of you. And you gotta reach in and fix underlying issues that you might not even know exist. You gotta think about your life. You gotta think about every single experience you've been through. And you gotta always remember how those experiences add up and chalk up. Sorry, riding up a big hill right now. <laughs> but if you can really get into those pieces, and really start working on yourself inner, the amazing thing that happens on the outside, things just keep getting better and better and better. You know, I'm in this place, <laughs> talking about everything getting better and in my life I gotta move back to Georgia to get separated from my wife and things like that, but 
I don't know how to explain that. You know, in a way I feel sad. In a way I feel really, really happy because I've always known that, you know, what me and my wife are going through, it was creating a very big anchor for myself. Like I've said many times, I would build a lot of stuff up and then her behavior would tend to rip it down. But I also know now looking back that I wasn't no no clean soul in any of that action, you know? I was right there participating too. So we're both at fault in everything that either of us ever did because we are one at the end of the day. And quicker you realize that, quicker everybody takes some you know responsibility for any problems in your life especially if you're married it's everybody's fault it's not one person or the other person it's everybody if you can't figure out how to fix it it's everybody if you need help trying to fix it talk to me even though my marriage is coming to a pause I'll call because we're not just running and getting a divorce I mean if that's what she wants I'll be happy to give it to her but you know when it comes to me and my wife's problems going down the hill by the way um, it's very minute freaking problems. It's, you know, she don't want to clean. She don't want to be present with the kids. You know, there's certain things that she does that I just can't stand by and watch anymore. And she doesn't want to change them. So when you get to that point in your life and even realizing that your thoughts control your reality, um, sometimes you there there's one rule. You can't control someone else's thoughts and you can't control what they're putting out in your atmosphere. So... Sometimes you got to step back, you know, let that person breathe. That's what this is about. I'm going to breathe. She's going to breathe. And, uh, you know, we'll see where we come out years from now. You know, you, you never know. She might be that person. I've listened to enough literature to understand that when you're in awakening, you do have a, basically a twin flame who's out there. And sometimes you might've already met them and you just didn't know. And, they came in and out of your life and they're about to come back into your life so I'm not saying that me and my wife are 100% done because I don't know I know this much I'm not going to go looking for ass because that's not who I am anymore if a relationship presents itself and it has to present itself because I'm not going to go out of my way to find it um, that's the only way I would give it knowledge and it would be a slow moving process you know and it would have my wife fully involved. Like, I would talk to her about it. I wouldn't leave her in the dark. And that's called being a responsible adult and where we're at, right? We just want to raise our kids and be responsible adults. Does it hurt me a little bit that, in a way, she thinks that she can just move into her mom's and turn into a different person, start cooking, cleaning, and being this person that she's not with me? That's the part that... That's going to be her learning curve in life. She's going to have to see what it's like to do it without any help. Because I think inside she feels like she's running back to mommy. And mommy's going to be there. But I've met her mom. And I know her all well too well. That Carla's in this. I, I just hope she's ready for what she's ready for. Because I even threw out there a couple times that I would rent a bigger place and maybe try to find it on a horse farm and kind of have her involved with it where she has her own quarter quarters and she can live there and not worry about bills and kind of follow her dream of wanting to open up a a center for kids to come 
spend time with horses who are abused because I guess there's some healing factor to that. But, you know, she feels like her mom's is the right choice. So what I'm going to do is something that Gary Vanderchuk talks about. Not too many Americans have it in them to do it. But instead of going to get myself in over the head and get a house that's very, very expensive, I'm going to do the smart thing. Now let's look at this. I average online probably, if I took all my weeks combined, I'm still well over $1,000. And the amount of time I have to work really, I have a lot of free time where if I wanted to tint cars, I could tint cars. Now keep in mind, I'm moving back to Georgia, baby. And I got 11 years of marketing in Georgia. So when I get back, I'm firing it back up. Firing it back up way different this time. You know, it's going to be strictly for my nonprofit. And it's going to be strictly high dollar tent jobs. You know, you drop your car off, it stays there for a whole day. You come pick it up and there's not a speck in it. Not even a speck. I won't let it go out with it. Not even a speck. It will be tinted perfect. So... You know, I am, uh, I think I'm going to take a step back and find something super cheap and then take a huge step up next year and really show everybody, you know, this is what happens when you change every part of yourself, when you subtract all the negative vibes out of your life, this is where you're at. So if y'all had fun watching me this last year, go from living living in a school bus to moving to Florida, to having to move back to Georgia, um, the next chapter is going to be really, really exciting, and it's going to kind of put the cap on the end of the book, so I hope everybody's still following, you know, I want to just say I love y'all if you are following, means a lot, and hey man, one crazy life to another, you know, if you don't give up hope, then there's just no giving up, you know. You, you you can win the game. Just gotta you gotta believe. Alright everybody, love you, peace.